So let's talk to Dr. Blasey's attorney right now, Deborah Katz, joins us this morning. And Deborah, that's really the first big question we have right here. Why didn't your client come forward earlier? Most victims of sexual assault and sexual violence never come forward. She came forward um, when she believed that it was her civic duty to alert her, uh, her representative and then Senator Feinstein about her serious concerns. But she first came forward when uh, the nominee's name was on a short list. And um, she came forward then because she was very concerned and she had information about serious misconduct that he engaged in when he was in yeah. high school that she thought uh, had a significant bearing on his character yeah, and fitness. Over the Yet over the course of the summer, it's my understanding that Senator Feinstein and others several times said, can you please go public with this, yet she refused. Why go public now? Well, essentially, she made the decision not to go public. And uh, those who were not satisfied with that decision essentially created pressure for her to come forward by alerting members of the media and others who essentially started uh, going to her classes, uh, going to her home, invading her privacy, and essentially the very ills that she sought to prevent by choosing to remain uh, confidential were already happening to her, and she knew it was inevitable. So, so she felt that's why she came forward. She felt her privacy had been compromised. The big question: What should happen right now? We know that Chairman Grassley on the Judiciary Committee is trying to set up staff phone calls with the professor, with Judge Kavanaugh as well. The Democrats have said that's not good enough. You need to have the FBI look at this some more. What do you want to happen? Well, it's not clear what the Republicans are saying. I was listening some re to some reporting this morning saying that they're going to fight this tooth and nail. They're going to grill her. That's hardly an effort to get into a fair and thorough investigation of what has occurred. That's a very intimidating statement. Um, and it really is designed to uh, scare her and make her uh, not want to come forward. She's willing to cooperate. What she's not willing to do is to be part of this uh, bloodletting that happens in Washington. Um, we only need to look at the Anita Hill hearings to know what that's going to look like. And that's not a fair way to get at the truth. So, so what does that mean, that she would talk to the FBI, but that she doesn't want to testify publicly before the Senate Judiciary Committee? I, I'm not saying that. We will consider all options. What I'm saying is that this has to be fair and thorough. And it can't be uh, a part of a, uh, a slugging match. If we're really trying to get at the truth, Hearings should not be used to be weaponized against those who accuse powerful men. And that's how this is being set up. I just want to follow up on this one more time. How do you define fair and thorough? What is a fair and thorough way to investigate this right now? Well, I think that her story has to be uh, carefully uh, listened to and vetted. But thus far, the nominee has uh, refused to even acknowledge if he knows her or if, or if he went to school with her. And we know there's a significant amount of writing that Mark Judge has done, which he's now pulled down from uh, the internet, where he acknowledged that this was the culture at Georgetown Prep, that they drank excessively, that they engaged in really inappropriate behavior, and Brett Kavanaugh was part of that group. So there's a lot that the FBI can be looking at uh, in addition to taking a statement from my client. Does, your, does Dr. Blasey believe that Judge Kavanaugh is fit to serve on the Supreme Court? I think Dr. Uh, Blasey believes that he attempted to rape her when she was in high school, and that bears on his fitness and character. Deborah Katz, thank you for your time this morning.